good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Black Sister Friends with me, Robert. Man like Mo. Pete obviously is gallivanting around Croydon during lockdown season and that, but we ain't we ain't going to we ain't gonna bait him out any more than I already have. Nah, we can say that he's Pete he's a send out. Pete's a send out. <laughs> That's why he's not here today. <laughs> he's the yeeting gangs that they send to the shop. <laughs> man like Pokemon Pete making deliveries, you know. <laughs> And you mess up, forget people's change. Let's come with this. Which means, once again, it's the Smash Bros. Pew, 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 pew. I'm one. I'm yeah. one. And Moses needs to be careful of his microphone. Oh, yeah, sorry about that, fam. <laughs> it's going to get reckless. It's going to get reckless today, fam. I don't even know if we can get reckless today because we've got some stuff to talk about. But Oh, it's like that. Goes. Yeah, so uh, maybe we can get a bit reckless at the beginning because I've been thinking about something and I'd, I've got a question but I don't have the answer to it. So maybe you can help me out. Okay. Uh, but for now, should we go one for one? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can go first though. So <laughs> maybe this one might, might be a bit reckless. So this is my verse that I was having a good old laugh at last, mm. last night. You, you might be familiar with it. Um, Ezekiel 23? Yeah. 20? Yeah. Okay. My question is, if a pastor gave you that, <laughs> that <laughs> for, for, verse... For, for context, would you like to tell people what it says? <laughs> you know what You know what I love? Is, is that when you type in Ezekiel into Google, the verse comes up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this verse says, There she lusted after her lovers. Mm. Whose genitals were like those of donkeys. Ah, God and whose emissions damn. were like that of a horse. Mud. Mm. Mud. Fuck. She'd, she'd be doing some riding. <laughs> Bro. Bro. Donkey and the only one that's name. Um, <laughs> I asked my question yet. But what was the question? If someone gave me that scripture. To, what would the what? basis of your sermon be if you had to do a, a sermon oh. based um, My sermon will be based around um, lust, but it be it rooted in... Um, well, I guess lust is seeking what the world is like. A sexual desire but i think it will be framed more so in allowing the world to shape what you what you seek uh, uh what you go after because um for anyone who has been exposed to any amount of explicit content will recognize that it's almost synonymous that that like a big penis is more desirable than a smaller penis. I don't think it's just porn that says that. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, th- I think, I think most of the most of the reasons people say that is because of explicit content. Um, I've, I, I've, I've talked to, I've talked to a couple of girls who have talked about how the small things just ain't no one. So okay, so that's from personal experience. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh no, no, not my personal experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Let me just clarify. Um, 
No, but and and that's the thing as well. There's so I've had conversations with girls who've been like, big things like just didn't work for them. They actually prefer guys with smaller things. Because for the most part, the guys that they had with smaller things actually put in work. Like they knew how to use it. But the guys with the bigger things are just like, let me just ram it in. Like just mm. <laughs> so it's just like so yeah, it's is not is not particularly what you have, but how you use it. So I may I may slip that in there as well, pun intended. But um <laughs> but it's it's a case in which I would say for the most part, um the people that I have had conversations with, and even virgins um who I've had conversations with have been like they want a guy with a, with a big penis because they're like no, I don't want a small small dick guy, and I'm just like but you ain't had sex so how do you know what you want? And I was like so basically you're allowing porn to shape your perception of sex, and then the girl's like damn right I'm like well that's that's your first problem, <laughs> that's your first problem. So yeah, I, I I personally think that there is a a massive lenience. Um, towards that because of explicit content um, and so the sermon would be around um, not allowing the world to shape what you perceive to be good or desirable but this verse came before so that means that, that, that right? it, was, it, it was wrong to be desirable with the big things in this context it was in this context it was and even in this context you could even almost argue that they were trying to say that god had small things because them men are desiring the guys over there with the big things and god is like yo i'm meant to be your husband (laughs) i said arguably yeah it could insinuate that but obviously god God is because God is not a man. Is. God is not a man. He he doesn't he doesn't I don't yeah, he doesn't. Um but what what I'm saying is in them in the in the passage saying they desired they hold themselves after them guys with the big penises. Um instead of staying loyal and dedicated to their God. It's very much like, yo, well go on. Um but I don't think I would major on the penis stuff though. I don't think I, I think I, obviously it's in the passage, so I read it. But I, I don't think I'll major on it in terms of, ah, oh, you man just want dick. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I want to major on that. Yeah, I think I think I think it will be around um, worldly pleasures. Yeah, I, I think actually, yeah, I think it will be worldly pleasures as opposed to um, being content in God and um, being devoted to God. As opposed to chasing worldly ple- pleasures. Okay. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I think that's that's where that's where I'll leave it. Chasing worldly pleasures. I think you may have asked this before. Um, I think you asked it to me, but I want to flip it on to you. What would you do? You're being, you're being, you're being a chick, and. <laughs> We're not condoning sex before marriage here, but it's just a hypothetical. Absolutely. And the girl's like, choke me, spit in my mouth, hit me, 
and not not on some BDSM way, but like actually punch man up. How how would you no 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 what would you do? Because you shouldn't be in that situation anyways. So hopefully I'll so I'll, I'll stop. Um, but how would you approach a conversation with that girl, given godly counsel in an ungodly situation? <laughs> well, firstly, I'm not against a bit of light spanking. Let me just put that out there. That that's you. A little pat pat pat. That's all right. <laughs> Hey, Smash Brothers started already, you know. <laughs> Give it a little tap. I think that it's okay as long as it doesn't leave a bruising. And as long okay. as it's consensual. Yes, yes. Consent is always is always yeah. good. Not always good, it's always a must. It's a must. And don't be one of those guys who try something to see if she likes it. <laughs> Let's talk about it first. Wow. <laughs> And see if she wants to try, see if she likes it. Yeah. Uh, um, drop a question like, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? <laughs> Them ones where it's like, oh, what do you think about this, huh? Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> you try to style it off. You have to be like, oh, you know, I was reading this article and then the, the girl said that she wanted this. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Would you try something like that? No, you wouldn't try something like that, would you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, if you would, it's okay. No judgment here. I just like. <laughs> nah, hey, when Peter's not here, I swear these conversations. Are... <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so I think it was if, if it was a spanking thing, that's all right. Spit in the mouth. I might allow that one. Right, hey, nah. You're built different. I, to be honest, as long as it's not spitting in my mouth, I'm cool with it. Actually. <laughs> what? What? Wait, no, actually, no. But to be fair, if your lips in her, then technically her saliva's going in your mouth. No, but no, but it's, it's different. You know, as long as it's not phlegm, okay, <laughs> we might be able to make it work. <laughs> I think, like, in the heat of the moment, and, and just, like, do it, I might just be like, ah! <laughs> hey, this, 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 this episode might need an 18 rating, bro. Uh, I would decide that I, I'm going to put one on there. Um, yeah, but, like, when it comes to, like, beating and stuff, uh, uh, like, like punching and beating and stuff, um, again, like, back to, like, kind of, kind of your point before i think that's most likely rooted in maybe porn or like mm. all stuff mm. because like I, I know like the whole choking and beating thing has picked up in popularity over the past few years mm-hmm. um, um yeah you know in the same way of like girls saying oh they're bisexual that became a trendy thing at, at, at one point <laughs> even though it wasn't a thing you know what we don't need to go there but yeah um so I would discuss with her where that came from. Mm. Um, why? Would you would you stop in the heat of the moment and be like, whoa, whoa, let's let's talk? I'm never gonna punch you, go through sex because that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Even like tapping their faces is weird. Like, yeah, you like that? 
like you like <laughs> you know who that is <laughs> that's mad full on choking no a little bit of pressure on the neck maybe <sighs> yeah as long as as long as it is it's not causing her any physical damage or any harm it's okay yeah don't leave any bruises um and also you need to be careful of yourself about seeking pleasure in inflicting pain because mm. that's weird too. <laughs> yeah that's weird too but i say that but then you know i, I, I like to give a little spank <laughs> or do you think that's different or do you think that's the same or do you think that's in the same kind of wheelhouse Nah, I think I think that's different. I think that's different because it's there's like playful taps, and there's like punch ups. Yeah. And I think I think there's a difference there. Um, yeah. I think I think you can get away with playful taps. Yeah, and yeah. yes, but yeah, but I I, I have the conversation because you know it might be deep, it, it might be rooted in something deeper. Yeah, some trauma and that. Trauma that hasn't been like sorted through. Might be some expectations that come from porn or friends who said, "Oh yeah, I like this," but really, they ain't going as hard as they say they are. Fam. But it, but it, and whatever, whatever the answer, I'm never gonna slap a, slap a girl during sex. <laughs> I don't. I don't uh. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, so before we move on to the topic for today, mm-hmm. my question. I've been thinking about it. Kissing, right? Kissing. Kissing. Yes. Why do we kiss? Cause like, cause like, cause like, I was thinking about the motion of kissing. Mm. And you know the, the, you know the lips on the lips. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, like, how did that become perfection? Mm. I don't know. That's a good question. And like, when you kiss, like, you feel something in your inside yourself. And but and and I was thinking like, do you do you feel like something inside yourself because you're kissing and you know that, oh this is kissing, mm. or is was it just something that happens naturally? That's that's actually a good question. And also, um, where did the tongue come from? Where did the what? tongue come from? Yeah, people we just be putting tongues everywhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, like we all um, do it, and I, and I think we do it because we think that that's what's supposed to be done. Whilst yeah. Kissing. I, I think I think men don't think that that's that's like le- leveling up. Right. Just just the lips is like it's like the basic en- entry level, and then you you slip the tongue in there to 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 bump it up to intermediate. Or you even enjoy the tongue? Like do do people actually even enjoy the tongue? Fat at that. Each their own. Um, I enjoy the tongue in the mouth, but I was thinking about it like. Yo, wait, what tongue is that? Someone's mouth. Anyway. My, my, my thing is, yeah, it's like I've had I've had situations where tongue in the mouth was just awkward. Was just awkward, and I was just like, just, just, just stop. <laughs> and I've had situations where tongue in the mouth was the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I just been like, mm. <laughs> but yeah, it's, so. Because of that, I'm very much like hit and miss, and so I'm always like, um, but I think tongue in the mouth is almost reflective of intensity as well. Mm. And so obviously, if it's just like a quick, I'm going to the shop, babes, 
Tongue might not go into the mouth and that. But if things are escalating, then that's that's a whole different situation. So I think I think it may be like an intensity thing. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know where it I don't know where it came from. Even um Gems uh, we were we were having a talk a while ago and she was like, When did um like female breasts become sexualized? At what point? Because there's there are African cultures where the titties just be hanging out. Like two 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 wraps around the waist and that, but the titties are just out there. <laughs> what kind of podcast are we having right now? <laughs> <laughs> Smash Bros. So it's like when at what point did it become sexualized? Mm. And because because all of them are just living like that, it's just like, oh, all right, cool. Like it is what it is. Like even now, even even when um and this this even has like um, contemporary or current relevance because when females are breastfeeding some people are like oh you can't do that you can't get your tits out in public that's like yo like I'm, I'm breastfeeding like what what like are you getting aroused by me breastfeeding my child like what well, one for you and so it's like at what point did did the female breast become so sexualized that you can't even breastfeed in, in public well, without it like being that. I guess on a like a uh, animalistic level, you know, the the breasts are seen as like uh, the like s- source of nutrients for the baby. So if you see the breast, you're like, oh yeah, she make a good mother. <laughs> and same way, same way when you see like a girl with like big hips, you like like instinctively, you're like her shape is means that she's conducive for for childbearing. Yeah, but that's that's wild because then is is that insinuating that? If a girl's flat chested, your the automatic animalistic thought would be she can't be a good mom. Or she isn't she isn't endowed physically to be a good mom. Or maybe she wouldn't be endowed to be able to be like a whole litter of babies. You never know. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know like the, the relationship between breast size and amount of milk produced. Yeah, neither do I. It would have been good to have a female. Yeah, it may. I've actually may have been good to have a female on the podcast to answer that. But if we had a female (laughs) on the podcast, this conversation would have been so awkless. But yeah, um, yeah. I I don't females. If you have any answers for us, please, we want to know. Fam, I don't. I don't know how we're going to come back from these conversations. But yeah, I don't know, fam. People wonder. We wonder about these things. (laughs) For the Smash Bros, I think we've set a new bar. But yeah, it's cool. All right. Well, we've got all the we've got all the jokes out of our our system now. But yeah, I think we need to have a bit of serious conversation today. Mm. Um. So for those of you who know or don't know, um, the police officer from Min- Min- Minneapolis, mm. Minneapolis, 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 um, Derek Chauvin has been convicted of secondary second degree murder, third degree. Murder and second game manslaughter. Yeah, I think they slapped him with everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he was a police officer who was kneeling on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes, which caused him to die. And yeah, um, I followed the trial a little bit, but not too much. Um, you know, I thought, like, after watching like the, the trial of OJ, I thought mm. I was going to be watching it every day, but it's it's long. And it's not as interesting like as when they make it into a TV series. 
Um, but I think there'll be a lot of happy people with um, because of the outcome. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm sure people say that justice has been served. Yeah, do you know what? It's, it, it was very interesting because Gems was following it via Twitter and she was saying that in as much as, like, he's been incarcerated, people are still, like, like, it's, it's good that that's happened. But one, it's like people were still unsure if he was going to get found guilty in the first place and so there yeah. was no real trust in the justice system but two it's like <clears throat> how many lives has it taken for us to get here mm. and this this life like him going to prison doesn't bring this life back and so it's like it's still it's like it's a good step but it's a step that almost reveals a failure yeah. um so there's still that hurt and that pain to be like yo like we shouldn't we shouldn't be this happy about this. This should be normal, that someone has done something wrong and irrespective of colour or race or whatever, you get found guilty because you have done something wrong and you shouldn't have, like, stood on this guy's neck for nine minutes. Um, So, yeah, I I vibe with that. But at the same time, I'm like, this this is definitely a step in the right direction and this guy is, is, is incarcerated. But I was reading, I was online... And I read that he is being kept in solitary confinement. Three hours a day. So I'm like, so you, man, you you found him guilty, but now that he's inside, you, man, are protecting him. Ah, fam, if you're big enough to, to kneel on man's neck for nine minutes, you need to be big enough to hold a beating. Mm. Uh, well, I guess they're just keeping him down until he's he's sentenced. Because I'm about to probably end up get the chance of being. Um, um, but yeah, so all of that happened, and then I don't know when I heard about the sentence. I'd be lying if I said I was I was glad about it. Mm. I wasn't glad that he'd been found. I was glad that 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 they they they'd come to that decision. Mm. But I wasn't glad about the decision, if that makes sense. Okay. Would you like to unpack that? Um, I don't know. I just caught myself, like, thinking about Kim in terms of, like, being a Christian and, like, thinking about, like, all the things that had brought him to this point. To feel does, he, does he profess to be a Christian? Oh no, me as a Christian. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like getting to the, yeah, and I was just thinking about all the things that had brought him to this point where he thought it was okay to step on this man's neck for mm. for nine minutes. Yeah, I I couldn't help but like see him as a lost soul, mm. not to justify it in any way what he did because yeah. what he did was wrong. But you know, um, what he did was you no. Know, Basically, as a result of you know the sin that's in all of us. Mm. Um, yeah, so I was a bit sad for him because of how his life has turned out to this point. Mm. Um, not to say that I don't think he should be in prison because you know do the crime, do the time. <laughs> Straight. Um, yeah, and, and and it got me thinking like as Christians, should we more should we be 
more interested in him finding God and finding redemption, or should we be more interested in him going to prison for what he's done? I think there's definitely a balance. Um, I don't believe... So if if we believe that Jesus died for our sins, then we believe that even God demanded justice. But yep. in in God's demonstration of justice, there was still a loving way out in that all those who believe in Christ have now had their sins absorbed by... Um, absorbed through him. Um, And we're now seen with his righteousness. And that doesn't negate the sins that we still commit. And so even first John is like, if you if you claim you have no sin, you lie and the truth is not in you. But if you confess your sin, he is just to forgive you. And I'm like, that that statement alone, he is just to forgive you, doesn't make sense. Because he is just means he's just to condemn you because you've sinned but his just his justice is is in rooted in christ and that's the only way that it makes sense is that his justice through christ is to forgive you your sins because christ has taken it um and so there is something about the consequences of your actions even if your soul is redeemed and so um cain and abel cain was still banished even though God placed a protection on him. And so there's, for me, there's that reality of, and even David, um, he was still punished, even though God still kept him in terms of after Bathsheba. Mm. Um, And so that there's the, for me, there's the reality of you still having to deal with the consequences of your actions, even though God still shows his grace and mercy towards you and so if you sin or if you within a human system if you sin you still need to you still need to face the consequences of your action even if we are to to extend grace and be like oh god still loves you fam i will tell you god still loves you from behind the 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 the, the, um jail bars we're like yeah like you did this and you deserve to be here but god still loves you and i think i was more thinking of like the heart behind it Mm. in terms of like so you so like you were saying that you know you can say from behind the jail bars god still loves you um whether that that's what you would say if he came face to him uh, face to face with him Uh, um yeah um but then would that be the same reaction or like instinct to do if it turns if he didn't get put behind the jail bars mm. and should the indi- and should the indignation of him not being put the jail bars supersede a, us as christians given the message of god's love mm. that's a good question um so I think I think there's something in um so so firstly I think that the love that we are called to extend to um now this 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 may sound a bit cold 
But the love that we're called to extend to Christians is slightly different to the love that we're called to extend to unbelievers. Um, okay. it, sounds a bit, it sounds a bit cold. And let me try to explain. I don't know if I fully agree with this. I used to hold this, this, um, this trailer thought. But now as I say, I'm like, I don't know if I agree with it anymore. <clears throat> and it's almost um, like within the New Testament, we're, we're called to have all things in common with um with the believers we're called to like what love one another and stuff and jesus says you be known by the love that you have for one another and, and all of that so it's very much like being folded into this um into this family and the same spirit that caused jesus to die for me dwells in me now and he has caused and like the same spirit dwells in you and so with that there is this this sense of like connectedness even though we're different um but we still believe that jesus died for the the sit like everybody else who isn't in in the church depending on if you're calvinist or whatever you kind of fleshed out slightly differently but it's the relationship is slightly different in that we're still related. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I believe yeah, it. Yeah, because, um, um, as you're talking, like some, <laughs> something that comes to mind is, um, yeah, there, there is that relationship um, between like Christians, mm. but there isn't also that relationship between believers and non-believers in that we all share the fact that Jesus died for all of our sins. But even though Jesus died for all of our sins, not all of us are living in the realities of that redemption. And it, it's those who are, it's like those who have received and are living, willfully living within the finished work of Jesus and are and like contributing to it. There's almost this like camaraderie that, that should like, you, um, first one speaks about you can't, you can't say you love God if you hate God's people, if you hate the church. And so there, there's a sense in which we're called to love the church, but we're also called to love the world and try to, to, to like evangelize from a place of love, not from a place of condemnation. You're going to hell if you don't come to Jesus. Um, and so I, I believe that there's, there's, there's a slight nuance to it, but I don't necessarily believe that it should alter the way that we interact with one another. I shouldn't, treat you any better because you're christian and treat you worse because you're not mm. i shouldn't do that um because if i if i believe for god so love the world then god's love for you is no greater than his love for me simply because you're not christian it's just that you haven't recognized and you haven't acknowledged that love and my requirement or what my charge is almost to try to communicate that love to you and or facilitate a space where God can communicate that to you. And so there's 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 slight nuances in the relationships. So yeah, I don't think I believe in that statement, um, which is good for me to be able to kind of like work through here. Um, I've forgotten your question, fam. Um, so should should you telling him that God loves you be different? Um, if he was behind bars compared to if he was free um or, or like should or would the indignation of him being free stop you from being able to say you? your your thing keeps fading out i don't know if it's because it's far from your mouth is this better yeah much better um so let, let's be clear like 
if this police officer was the archbishop, I would be happy that he's getting arrested and he's in prison. Like, it wouldn't make any difference to to how I feel about the sentencing. Um, I do firmly believe that if you if you've done the crime, then you should you should feel the weight of 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 the judgment, um, and whatever it may be. I oh, yeah, definitely, feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, that part I'm not disputing. It's the, yeah. our reaction to to him. Should it be different based on what the sentence is or isn't? I think I think um, so. I, th- I think it's twofold. I think firstly, our reaction to him. Um, will um, is understandably and often will be from a place of hurt yeah. hurt from that like you have done this to an individual in such a in such a horrific manner and and we shouldn't and with that hurt we should take that to God like he is not going to be able to heal us of that hurt. No, no sentencing is going to be able to heal us of that hurt. So we shouldn't demand his. We shouldn't demand a sentencing, thinking that that sentencing will will it will be what heals us from that hurt. There may be a sense of justice, but that won't necessarily bring a life back or undo the harm that this person has done. It won't heal us from that hurt. And I think that's where the healing of God comes in. But then on the other part, I'm very much like the judicial system needs to stand and we need to have a society in which people know like these are these are the rules that the community have have agreed to live by. If you do not agree to live by these community by these guidelines, then find another community. Clearly this community isn't for you. If as a police force the 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 guidelines is to serve and to protect, but you have now taken it upon yourself to take a person's life. You're not choosing to abide by those those guidelines to serve and protect. You you're trying to live outside of that. It's either you remove yourself or you face the consequences of that. And I think that just the law and the judicial system and all of them things there just help. Um, form a, a cohesive sense of community and things where you actually understand where the boundaries are, what you can and can't do, like a communal sense of normality and agreements as to this is what we are deciding to live by. Um, and I think that's why it's also important when when like we vote and we choose what mayor goes into different places and stuff like that. Politics is 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 important because we're saying, as a member of this community, these are the set of values that we believe in, and we're placing this person in, in power to be able to to like codify these things within law. And then we're like, yes, this is what we want to live by. And so that's almost our ability to have a say in how our community is shaped. Mm. So yeah, well, how about yourself? Do you think how how would you navigate um, forgiveness, whether he's behind bars or not? You know, I I, I feel like it would be. <laughs> it feels weird to say, but I don't know if it would like if I came face to face with him, like either behind bars or if I saw him on the street because he got free. I don't know if I feel like it would 
be my place to say that to him. Mm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, Why not? Because I know that I'm I'm saying it more because I know he's a murderer as opposed to because I have a genuine care for his soul getting to heaven. Mm. Not that I um like I, I I don't hope he doesn't get to heaven, but you know it's not, not it's not on my list of priorities. Mm. <laughs> I hope this guy gets to heaven. <laughs> gets to heaven. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 it would. So, I feel like in saying that, it would be more me drawing light to the fact that I know he's a murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like on a on like an everyday thing, I don't go around saying people, "Oh, God loves you, God loves you, God loves you." Um, even though that might be what they need to hear. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I've never been one to be like, oh, God loves you, you know, because I, because I think that there's a whole deeper conversation that needs to be had, mm. and I'd want to have that conversation with you if I felt like you were open to having that conversation. Mm. Um, or if yeah. you genuinely wanted to have that conversation with the person. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like, I don't. I don't want to talk to you. And it's, it's funny. It's like I was walking through Piccadilly Circus or whatever one time, and it was like it was summertime. It was quite late. Sun was setting and stuff. It was quite scenic little thing. This was before COVID and that. A little bit busy. People are like wash out. People trying to get back home and stuff. And then as I'm walking, I just hear in my ear, "Jesus loves you." Like someone full on walked past me and just said, Jesus loves me, loves you, and just kept on walking. And now I'm just standing there turning my head, like, who said that? Like, what, 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 is, is this how we're evangelizing now? Just walking up to random people saying, Jesus loves you, and walking off, like, saying, we can't. Stop like, it. Sh- yeah. <laughs> like, we're shook to have a conversation in that. And, and how did that make you feel when you heard it? I was, I, I was standing there for a little while, like, yo. Where, where, who, who said that? Um, but I was, just, I was reflecting on like, is this evangel? I, initially, I was like, that's kind of cool, you know, car. Yeah, like you just heard it. You don't know who, what, where, when, or why. You don't know if you're hearing voices. If you're becoming schizophrenic and that. <laughs> but it's, it's just mad. But then I was, I was deep in. I was just like, bro, why, why are you shook? I was like, what, what, and why did you say it to me? But yeah. Maybe, maybe. Oh. Um, also, I find it weird that we, well, like as black people, well, I don't want to say as black people, but as well as, as from a monolith, but like generally, mm. like that we seek justice from systems that we don't believe justice comes from. Yeah. And I, I think, so Propaganda says it well in one of his songs. He's like, we're trusting in a broken system to fix the brokenness in us. Yeah. And that doesn't work. <clears throat> the um, only way to fix the brokenness in us is Jesus, Holy Spirit. Um, and also... 
personally, this is just a personal personal stance. I I don't I don't think that we will win trying to beat the system at his own game. I think what we will end up doing more so is revealing just how broken the system is and getting even more frustrated at the brokenness of the system. Because it's it's like there's this understanding of um if you want to change something, get into power, change policies and blah blah blah. Um, or ho- however, whatever formula people kind of think. And and don't get me wrong, like these things can and do often bring about some change, but they don't bring about the change that we think it will. For example, Obama. How many people long to see a black man in a White House? We got it. But yeah, it was like, like he, he, don't get me wrong, like he did some good things. He did some really good things. Like I didn't follow his career to the point where I can list the things that he did. But in terms really of, things too. but in terms of some of the problems that ethnic minority community groups were facing still persisted. To the point when people are like, yo, what are you doing? We thought that a brother's in, in power now. Like, the police are going to be off of our backs with all of this, with, like, weed selling and blah, blah, blah. But nah, like, it's still, it's, it's not. Now that weed is becoming legalised, or it's, it's becoming gentrified. Like, why go on for that? Um, and yeah, so... In trying to fight the system at his own game, I don't think that we're setting ourselves up for a win. I think we're setting ourselves up for more frustration. And, and so I also think that, so I was going to say, I also think there's like an arrogance to think that your way would be better if you were in the position to make the changes. Yeah, yeah. And so I think as a community, we need to come together and be like, like let's shape our community. How do we want our community to be? How do we want to live with one another and stuff? And almost, so it's almost like the Black Wall Street, where there was a a a small community in and in, in and of itself that functioned separately, and it thrived. It it created its own economic systems. It created its own businesses. It created its own communities and stuff, and it thrived. Um, obviously, we know how that ended up. Um, but they weren't trying to beat the system at its own game. They just switched up the game and played their own thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of where my mindset is at a minute, where it's just like even if we get into power and like the way the judicial system is set up and blah, 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 this and that, we, if we're trying to play the system at its own game, we're essentially, how I see it, we're essentially going to the system with our hands out saying, please see us as human. When it's like, we're, we're almost begging to be seen for what we are. And I'm like, that, that can't run anymore. It's either we recognize ourselves and we just keep it moving. But yeah. Yeah. But even in saying that, it's not trying to create segregation again, where it's like we stay separate, but there being healthy interactions, but it not being on one person's term or one group's terms. 
but rather a sense of mutual respect. And until the powers that be are like, yo, let's respect these men then. I feel like we're still going to get police officers kneeling on people's necks and shooting people saying that I thought I grabbed for my taser. <laughs> Bro. That's crazy. That's, yeah. You know, you know what's crazy? Early, earlier that day or like the day before, she was training another police officer. That's wild. Yeah. That's um, wild. And um, I saw someone say somewhere, that you know, with this whole Derek Chauvin thing, like mm-hmm. people were putting like 400 years of what had happened on the outcome of this um, of, of, of this trial. Mm. So, so like the weight of the 400 years of, of slavery were, mm. were like kind of like hinged on the outcome of this trial, and that's why it was. It could have become quite explosive if he hadn't been um, found guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but when you put your hope in things other than God, victories and and stuff will always feel hollow because it's yeah. not true justice, it's not true victory. But and you can't like we we can't we can't ride. 400 years of whatever on one person's trial we can't do that because now if let's just say he has been found guilty to be like to almost scapegoat or having been scapegoated or whatever to be like see we did it um you are you man happy now now can we go back to normal life um rather it it should it shouldn't be a one-off show it should be a systemic and long-lasting change where we see fruits and evidence of this thing, not people being tokenized or scapegoated, but we see systemic long-lasting change. Um, yeah. And that that's something that I feel I feel frustrated about because it's like, oh, you might, you might want a black president. Cool. We've slapped, man up, we've slapped man up there, but we've taken all of his power away. That's hollow. That's a hollow victory. Not saying that that's what they did to him, but that's a hollow victory. Um, and it's just, it's just, yeah. Let's not tokenizing and just being being passive and stuff like that is not is not what we want. And so even if it's like all of like all of slavery or whatever, or the four hundred years of colonization or whatever is riding on this one try, I think it, I think it is. It gives the powers that be and very a very easy win. A very easy win to be like we will sacrifice this one person to make it seem as though we've we've put things in order and put things in place just as a cover up to continue doing this but from a different vantage point. Car people man them are still getting shot, man them are still getting killed. And it's yeah. Well, we have Hopefully, some real change can come as a result of this. But that's not part of hope in these. That's not part um, our hope in change is coming. You know, let's yeah. Just like you know this, but a mist. The mist. I, th- I think I'm getting the um, the Ecclesiastes sort of viewpoint. 
where it's like vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Yeah, is 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 very like I'm becoming a bit cynical, especially with the system, especially with. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the panorama on the Church of England on Monday. No, bro, it was like a half an hour thing talking about racism within the Church of England and that. And yeah, like it's 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 a whole different topic. But my sin, like people are being like racially abused, and then they try to voice it. HR saying nah, like that's not racist. This one guy had his face superimposed on a banana. <laughs> Bro, he had his face superimposed on a banana. He took it to HR to be like, this person is racially like profiling and abusing me. And HR was like, no, nah, it's not racist. And I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> what? Um, yeah, like... Moses, this... It's not their fault. They don't, they don't see colour. And that's 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 problematic. <laughs> that that's very problematic. Because if you don't see difference, how can you celebrate uniquenesses? Yeah. So, and so, and, and it's like the Church of England had uh, commissioned a task force to draw up a um, do like an investigation and stuff, and draw up like guidelines and recommendations and stuff for systemic change uh, within within the Church of England. And I was listening to this interview, I think it was on BBC4, and the interviewer, the, the host said, this is the 25th report written in, like commissioned in 35 years. What makes the people doing the report think that it's going to be any different? Mm. And I'm like, bro, We've we we've been doing this. We've been calling these things out. We've been saying all of these things, but yeah, it's still happening. And when they when they give us a little room to breathe, then when I like, see you lot should be happy. I'm like, what? So yeah, I, I'm becoming there's 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 some cynicism in my in my view of the world. And I think you you phrased it right. And I am looking at the system, and I'm like, this system is broken. I cannot trust in this system to fix itself it, it won't work anything that you put in place is going to fall short yeah there's still going to be people falling through the cracks they're still going to and it doesn't mean we don't do it like to be very clear it doesn't mean we don't do it it's still very important to be done but i know it's not going to go far enough i know it's not going to stop the brokenness in us it's not going to fix the fall we need something stronger we need something a lot more encompassing and the only thing that can do that is jesus Yeah. Well, that'd be enough to round up. Yeah. Check us out being go going from immature to mature in like two seconds. Wow. Ago. You know Shit. like that. Come on. Still still needs an eighteen rating on it. Yeah, man. Gentlemen in the in the streets. Hey. <laughs> Smash bros in the streets, no, Come on, BDSM and that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's round up. Hookups. What you got um, for us this week? Um Ooh, no, let me not use that. Let me jump on my Spotify. I didn't actually get my hookups ready, but I'll jump on my Spotify real quick. Oi, 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 oi. Okay, so there's this. I don't even know if I want to hook that up, man. No, do you know what? I'll hook up a bait one. Um, a Meek Mill track. 
from the album Championship. Mm, What's free? Just that track, What's Free. I'll hook that track up. I'm sitting on a few exclusive bangers here on Spotify. Spotify's been hooking me up. I was going to drop it, but I was like, "Eh, I don't know if I want to share that banger. I'm going to sit on that for a little while. I might share it in the furnace group and that, but the listeners might have to hold tight for a little while. And bet, I bet when I share it, man, I'm like, I already knew that. Man. But yeah, it's exclusive to me as at the minute. It's, it's bad, but yeah. My hookup this, this week is Meek Mill, What's Free from the Championship album. I would play it right now, but we ain't got, we ain't got copyright clearance like that. With that money like that? Um, my cookup is a spoken word album by Jasmine mm. Mans. Okay. Black Boy Gold. Mm. Really good album. Really good album. She's got all the bars. Check it out if you can find it. Yeah, it's, it's on her SoundCloud, so you can go there to check it out. Ah, oh, she's so beautiful. She's such a sick writer. And yeah, and she, and I think she um, inspired some of my thinking around this whole Derek Sherman thing, because in one of her pieces on the album, she says um, something along along lines of someone's baby became a murderer last night, and no one remembered to cry for him. Um, to pray for him, um, to ask God to forgive, to forgive him, and yeah, and that made me think. So shout out to Jasmine. Mm. Anyway, um, outro thing. Shout out to Richard Intro Outro Music. Calvin mm. for the Audrey Meet and Razor logo. Mm. You can find us on, on Twitter at the Furnace UK, Instagram TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Lexus Ferguson. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> I lost the room. You can find us on soundcloud.com forward slash the Lexus Furnace with no apostrophe on all good podcast websites and apps. Lexus Furnace with no apostrophe. And that's it. Hopefully, Peter will be back next week. Yeah, he should be. Should be. Shout out to Sarah. Blah, blah, blah. Who's Sarah? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's like, raw, mate, are we, are we dropping females' names and that, like... But yeah, yeah, shout out to Sarah. Done, done. Cool. And I guess this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Yeah. Kadoo, kadoo.